0: Podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from Celebrate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Today, I have another startup in our media partnership with Hamburg Startups here with us. If you haven't already done so, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, hit thumbs up, leave us a nice comment, and make sure to hit the like and subscribe button. This time I welcome Hannes to our podcast. Hey, how are you doing?
1: Hi Joe, nice to see you. And um, thank you very much for the invitation. And also thank you to Zina from Hamburg Startups for the recommendation. Yeah, I'm happy to be here.
0: We may add for everybody who's listening to this on our audio podcast and in our internet radio station, we are actually recording a video. So he's saying he's seeing me because he's actually seeing me. <laughs> Just to clarify this. Um, Hannes, I've been looking a little bit through your LinkedIn profile and, um, what I saw is pretty interesting. You have been, you have a big background on sas e-commerce and marketing can you take us like a little bit through what you've done before um and how it led you to founding live yeah
1: sure um basically i'm i'm working in the online business since i don't know since i'm 12 or at the age of 13 years old yeah i'm always i'm always like Played esports, online games, and um, one day I wanted to have um, a website for my team, so I just downloaded Photoshop and created my first website for my team, and that was the starting point in the online business, where I yeah got in in touch with yeah with the online business and um, also enjoyed. Talking with marketing people, with um, innovative people, and also with developers. So yeah, I, I, since since more than fifteen years, sixteen years, I'm I'm um, yeah um, working in this environment. And um, after that, I yeah I continued with my school and then switched or started my career in Hamburg in the advertisement industry. Um, but worked for a tech company, for for a SaaS company in Hamburg. And I was responsible for the marketing department, um, in this company. I stayed there around five years, um, and this company also gave me the opportunity to, uh, do a broad year in San Francisco. So I got in touch with a lot of people from Silicon Valley and it was really inspiring. Um, then I came back, um, and I had a startup in Berlin, a ticket platform. Which which I started with a partner, and we we, we developed a ZaaS Ticket platform. Um, I did the marketing, and my partner um, yeah was already in the event business. And from there, I switched to um, digital consulting. Um, helped helped bigger companies, chemical companies, uh, pharmaceutical companies to digitalize their um, yeah their internal processes, but. Yeah, since I'm 15, I'm always tried things online, um, founded online shops. So I knew at some point I will always get back to found my own company. And um, yeah, that that what I what I did before, and um, that basically the start um, how I founded LifeTap. Mm. I
0: I would be a little bit curious because you said you have a you have an experience in marketing, but it's. When I associate marketing with software as a service SaaS companies, I usually think about Google AdWords, Facebook advertisements, sponsor tweets or stuff like that. How did you ever get the idea of building a company that provides marketing-related filters? How, how did you bump into filters?
1: Um, I bumped into filters in 2017. I um, there was a yeah, there was like a massacre against the minority in Southeast Asia, and at this point I thought it would be a great idea when it's possible to yeah to put a message inside your profile picture at Facebook. Instagram or WhatsApp. And, um, in 2017, it was not possible to do it by your own. You always had to register at Facebook to, yeah, to, to get this filter for your profile picture. And I thought about an idea, why not developing a software where everyone can have access without have an account on the social network, so like a SaaS model, like a like a software which work on every smartphone without the need to download an app. So um, yeah, I I had that, this idea, but based on my previous experience, I I didn't want to found my own company by my own. So um, at some point, I met an old colleague, Adrian, and we we talked we talked about this idea, and um, he was very Motivated and he really he really liked this idea. So we yeah we had some follow up meetings and um, um, yeah we did some brainstorming and decided to found this company together. Um, yeah, that was the starting point to help NGOs or to help companies to support a cause in in the world. That was my my starting point. How to file found Lightstep.
0: Uh, I'm a little bit smiling here because apparently the uh, background stories or meetings have been involving a lot of wine or bars in the past on Startup Radio <laughs> including Germany's business angel of the year 2020 who actually bumped into his his first investment in terms of a person a founder at a bar on a wedding so um admittedly not, not his wedding or the the wedding of his his future um, his future in investment, but actually it involved something like that. H- how did how did you guys brainstorm? Was it like, oh, we sit over a beer or did you actually get yourself in a meeting room uh, whiteboard and uh, just threw out crazy ideas?
1: <laughs> no, it was uh, it was the first one we, we we met in a bar because at this point I, I moved to Munich. And uh, I, I was just for one day in Hamburg and I just contacted him and said, Adrian, do you do want to catch up and talk about um, the, the company we worked together in the past? And he said, yes, of course. So we met uh, over a beer. And um, yeah, he, like we just, we, we didn't talk about business or about the idea at first. Um, but I remember that the next day that he said he would like to also found his own company. And then I was back in Munich. And then a few weeks later, um, I was back in Hamburg and I contacted him again and uh, not to have a beer, but to talk about my idea I had to to explain it to him because he also had the intention to to start something by his own
0: lesson learned from this. It's always a good idea to ask a German, hey, can we catch up over a beer? (laughs) Now you guys had the idea of having a filter. Uh, for NGLs, how did you proceed? Where did you get the funding? How did you hire the first people? How did it all get started?
1: Yeah, we we didn't get any funding. It was our our private money, so we invested our own money in the company. Um, I'm responsible for the sales and the marketing, and Adrian is responsible for the operation and the product 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 development. Um, yeah, we didn't uh, get any founding. We founded the company by with our private money. So um, yeah, and the structure is that I'm responsible for the sales and the marketing and Adrian is responsible for the operations and for the product development. And with our money, we hired our first developer. And that was that was the start. That, um, that was this team of three to five people, young people working together, yeah, had long nights. And um, yeah, because we had... In our fields, a lot of experience, we, we didn't need to invest a lot of external money because uh, we could do these things by our own. And um, yeah, that was it was uh, our setup.
0: Uh, that was back in 2019, May of 2019. So yes. um, quick question. Do you currently have external investors?
1: No, it's still um, from our private money.
0: 100% bootstrap. Okay, I see it. Yes. So... Uh like two years ago, almost exactly two years ago, you set up the company, you have started with your own money, you offered products for NGOs. Where you guys are now, so how can you imagine to work with the Life dev tools so that uh people listening to this or maybe even watching this get a kind of idea what you can do with your tool?
1: Yeah, the When we started in 2019, we invested one year in the product development. And um, the idea was, of course, to to reach out to a lot of NGOs and getting in in contact with them. Um, We did, I think, until now, like 10 to 15 projects for NGOs. But we also saw that the entertainment industry, the sports industry, and also the, the, um, yeah, the, um, the virtual event industry is pretty interesting and is interesting in our solution. Um, so we started with some festivals, like where, with, with music festivals in, um, in Cologne, in, um, um, which, yeah, which had a lot of um, guests, like 5,000 people. And we saw that uh, from this 5,000 people, like 2,000 people like to use our solution. So we saw that there's a new market. And we we focus also on the entertainment market and the on the um, offline events market. And yeah, after after a couple of months, um, there was. The pandemic, <laughs> and we we had to change our our whole business model because all local events were cancelled. We wanted to work with restaurants together. Um, we wanted to uh, work with the sports industry, but um, unfortunately, it was not not possible to to access those events because everything was cancelled. So we shifted our target group um, to virtual events and also to. Um, Activating fans from home, and that's uh, right now uh, our target group that we work a lot of um, yeah with a lot of virtual events, but also pr- professional sports clubs like uh, Liverpool in the Premier League, um, Bayern Munich basketball, and um, Audi, which is the sponsor of Bayern Munich basketball, but also supporting still NGOs like Unhate Women. It was a it was a big campaign in Germany um, against women harassment in the in song text. Yeah so yeah we are we are looking forward that the vaccine is coming and that we can also um reach our our planned plan initially planned market.
0: And let me let me try to think about it from the perspective of the client of your clients talking about like an, an attendee of a big soccer game of a big football game of um a big live event. So there's somewhere really big or almost everywhere very small qr code you take your smartphone you scan it it says open this website you open it and what happens then you got a virus yeah, on your phone
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly like you're you're in the stadium and you maybe maybe you sit on your seat and there's a flyer on your seat and there's a qr code on or on the screens are qr codes inside the stadium you can scan them getting on our landing page on the, on this landing page you 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 can upload your own photo and then you can get the filter of the brand or the sponsor of the sports team or you have a filter um, of the two sports teams playing against each other and you can you can show your yeah your that you're part of the community and share that you support your favorite sports club and that that's one use case inside the stadium, but actually our the use our, our customers are starting earlier to use or to implement our solution. They already imp- implementing it um, when you buy a ticket, because when you invest money to buy a ticket for a sports team, that's a very emotional moment. So when you get this ticket at home, you can scan on the ticket the QR code, or you get a virtual email, um, and there's a link placed, and through this link you can activate our software and get. Get into the filter and uh, show already before even the match started that you support your soccer team or your basketball team or, or any other kind of sports.
0: So you can already show your anticipation of the big game. Important word here in German, Vorfreude. Uh-huh. So how does it actually look for your clients? What can they do with it, talking about Liverpool, talking about Audi, talking about Bayern München basketball team, uh, w- w- how do they use it? How do they apply it? I, I assume they integrate it into, into their marketing efforts?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they integrated in their communication strategy uh, on different touch points. They they really like to use it to combine the offline entertainment and also the online, the online world. Like when you're in the stadium or when you're in an event, you can you are in the yeah, you're in the offline world. And other people who are watching in the TV or in the online stream are in the online world. So with our solution, it's it's very easy to collect from both worlds photos and to show to, to show like a live stream, a photo gallery of all the fans who support the sports team. Um, the main intention of our customers is to generate an authentic reach because through this photos, with through this branded photos with the, uh, with the filter of the sponsor or the sports team, um, our customers um, reach new targets groups because the fan is sharing his or her photo through social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, wherever, and reaching private, private connections, personalized uh, yeah, yeah, friends and family. So that's the main the main intention to use our solution to reach new target groups and an, through an authentic way. And uh, for NGOs, they like to use our solution to, yeah, to motivate people who who see a campaign like when you walk outside on a billboard that you can be a part of this social campaign. And through our filters, you can scan the QR code on a billboard and be a part of this campaign and support this course um, they are promoting.
0: That would also mean you can likely actually see which specific billboard got the most interactions?
1: Yes, we have a reporting behind. So we can track every billboard. Then we see... That one on the corner generated 500 images, the one in Berlin, 1,000, the one in Munich, 10,000. So we can also track um, the the placements of the billboards and give sponsors, NGOs, whoever, and reporting um, how efficient this placement was.
0: That sounds pretty cool. Um, Talking about um, your current reach, is there any limitation in terms of where you can really now offer your services i was thinking basically from all we've been talking you're pretty present in europe are you available easy tune available uh anywhere else in the world would it be theoretically available if somebody from brazil or the united states would listen to our podcast
1: yeah sure it's um, available all, all over the world right now our target market is germany Austria and Switzerland. We have some customers in UK. We have, we have we had also projects in Australia or in LA. Um, sure, that's that's not a problem. Our solution is available all over the world. Um, but at the moment, our target is, is Europe and um, Germ- the German speaking countries.
0: Mm-hmm. What are you guys currently looking for? Are you looking for? the Ad- additions to your tech team are you looking for external investors and what are your next steps
1: i think when this this interview is going online we will already have released our new software which which helps or which enables people and uh, our customers to create their own filter campaigns so we can also work with partner agencies together, and we we are right now searching for partners all over the world wedding planners, advertisement agencies um, and yeah different different resellers who, who would like to offer our 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 product to their their customers and and also in addition, we are searching for for funding and um, for for talents for our tech team.
0: Uh in terms of funding, I assume it would be series A?
1: Yes. Series A, exactly.
0: Open to international investors or you're just looking around in
1: Europe? All over the world. There's no limitation in that. Hmm. I like that approach.
0: Um so actually that was one of the very fastest interviews I've at, <laughs> at Startup Radio, so straight to the point. Bam, 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 bam. So we, we're not even recording for 20 minutes now. Nonetheless, I would like to thank you very much. I think a lot of people will require some additional information. Wherever you're listening to this or watching this, go down here in the show notes. There is a link to our blog post at startupradio.com forward slash blog. There you can have a look at dab, and there the guys will find your personal LinkedIn profile, as well as the company website, where they can learn more.
1: Right? Exactly. Thank you very much. We will also place a QR code, which you can use to test our solution. Yes, there will be startup
0: radio. There will be startup radio filter. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Great, Hannes. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, Hamburg Startups for arranging this interview. And it was a pleasure having you here. And hopefully you come back uh, towards the end of the year with a, f- with a fixed Series A round and we can talk about it again.
1: Thank you very much, Joe. Hopefully see you someday in Hamburg or in Frankfurt. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye.
0: If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is startuprad.eo, the authority on german startups this english only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week most likely you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in english but you will in the future be ahead of the curve and subscribe to startuprad.io podcast or check for the startup internet radio station check your alexa for the startuprad.io skill as well